0: this is the sunday messages podcast from cedar valley unitarian universalists in cedar falls iowa and i'm your host kat bean hansen welcome we're glad you're here Today's message comes from Sunday, August 7th, 2022. In this episode, Pastor Emma Peterson gives the second in her series of messages on the fight for racial justice within Unitarian Universalism. This one is titled, Journeying Toward Spiritual Wholeness, The Proposed Eighth Principle and The Backlash Against It.
1: We. The member congregations of the Unitarian Universalist Association covenant to affirm and promote journeying towards spiritual wholeness by working to build a diverse multicultural beloved community by our actions that accountably dismantle racism and other oppressions in ourselves and our institutions This is the present wording of the proposed Eighth Principle of Unitarian Universalism created by the Black Lives of Unitarian Universalism Organizing Collective. The BLUU is urging the UUA to formally adopt this Eighth Principle while calling on individual member congregations to adopt it as part of their own covenants. This suggested principle demonstrates our collective commitment to dismantling all systems of oppression that exist within the systems we are inextricably linked to. Paula Cole-Jones is the author of The Proposed Eighth Principle. She was the Director of Racial and Social Justice at the UUA when she realized that most folks could believe they were being good UU's, while following the seven principles without ever engaging issues of racism and other intersectional oppressions at the systematic level. Indeed, bringing our sixth principle, the goal of world community with peace, justice, and liberty for all, into being is not achievable without shifting the systems and power dynamics which perpetuate inequity in our society. This realization, along with an examination of the history of our association and awareness of the inextricable influence of American culture on our religion, inspired the eighth principle. One of the questions that has arisen in preparation for our potential adoption of this principle is why is it necessary to single out racism as an issue? Sexism, classism, and generational divides also threaten the development of deep community, so why focus on racism? The members of the BLUU assert that in the United States, racism stands out as both a historical and a present-day issue. They note that whiteness was practically invented in America— with a historically pervasive enculturation of inferiority of non-white peoples in this country. The legacy of chattel slavery followed by the Jim Crow laws in the 1950s and the era of the new Jim Crow, in which black Americans are continually disenfranchised through mass incarceration and limited access to upward mobility has steeped our country and our religious community in systematic white supremacy. The UUA has known both success and failure in our efforts to tackle racism within our own association. Our presence in the civil rights movement and the 2020 report widening the circle of concern, which centers voices of color and experiences in our association are among our successes failure to fund Black efforts towards liberation in the 1960s and the decades of silence from the UUA around issues of racism that followed, as well as the recent hiring crisis at the National Association when white candidates were employed over highly qualified candidates of color, and the backlash of the distribution of the Gadfly papers and the Fifth Principle Project. That event inspired are examples of where we have stumbled. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. I'm going to preach on it in October. Our our inextricability from a culture that values whiteness above all else, as well as our historical struggles to usher in deep multiculturalism within our association, speak to the necessity of articulating our commitment to defeating racism and other oppressions within our shared covenant. The members of the BLUU affirm that the actions implied in the eighth principle are beloved community incarnate. They write, beloved community happens when people of diverse, racial, ethnic, educational, class, gender, abilities, sexual orientation, backgrounds, and identities come together in an interdependent relationship of love, mutual respect, and care that seeks to realize justice within the community and the broader world. Their emphasis on diversity shifts, for me, my understanding of beloved community. Building interdependent relationships despite differences is likely a core intention of the transforming work many of us have overlooked for a long time. The eighth principle also makes explicit the, necess- the necessity of action and accountability to our siblings of color. Well, the first seven principles only imply such things. While well, you use pride themselves on individual consciousness, bringing justice to fruition requires both personal and institutional work. We can shift our individual ideologies, but actual systematic change requires collective effort. Foremost theologian of Unitarian Universalism, James Luther Adams, asserts that revelation is continuous. Unitarian Universalism is the only religion that builds flexibility of continuing revelation into our polity. The seven principles are not a fixed creed, but are rather meant to be dynamic, shifting with the times. Just as we did when we added the seventh principle in recognition of our responsibility towards deep ecology, we can do the same now as we have come to more deeply understand our religious calling towards building multicultural beloved community. The original Universalist covenant begins Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. In the last decade, love as an ethic and foundational requirement has resurged within UU thinking. And yet, the word love does not appear in any of our principles at present by including the phrase beloved community in the proposed eighth principle, you use are being called to place love at the forefront of our religious consciousness. This is also an effort to balance spiritual intellectualism with a more embodied, active faith. The eighth principle focuses our attention on action, urging us to recognize the connection of our minds, bodies, and spirits, noting that the weakness of one weakens our overall spiritual consciousness. Unitarian Universalists are deeply compassionate, progressive people. But we are undeniably white in our demographics and in our cultural and religious practices. As BLUU asserts, many people of color are attracted to the values and potentials of Unitarian Universalism. But as widening the circle of of concern affirms beyond deniability, People of color who enter our association are too often wounded by its whiteness. Those who leave take with them what could be remarkable contributions to our revolutionary religion, and those who stay are often spiritually and psychologically depleted as they withstand micro and macro aggressions from our people, our polity, and our theology. The Eighth Principle aims to heal this divide while urging us towards action and a more committed, interdependent, beloved community. I promised to discuss some of the backlash against the Eighth Principle within our movement, The movement of resistance to cultural change within Unitarian Universalism is much broader than simple opposition to the adoption of an eighth principle, though perhaps it is fair to say that the eighth principle encapsulates much of what the counter-movement is in opposition to. A full disclosure, this is all remarkably complicated and convoluted. I'll now begin discussing the Fifth Principle Project, which is a movement organized by UUs within our denomination that are concerned about our collective direction. But I want to make it clear that there have been incidents and statements made by folks connected to this project which I'll need to discuss in a later sermon that have caused harm and betray a more menacing intentionality than the platform of the project suggests on its face. I'll continue to examine the politics at play in our polity in a continuing sermon series. Stay tuned in October. Frankly, I'm already four pages into this message and this sermon evidently requires a follow-up. I find these fringe movements to be fascinating, and I think it is imperative that we, as you use, be aware of them as fully as possible as we journey into the future of what our movement will be. I encourage you to do your own research, and I'm happy to offer resources. I had the privilege of being on the ground while controversial events unfolded at General Assembly in 2019 and 2022. And that experience has undoubtedly informed my overall impression of the two sides vying for control of the direction of our association. I'd love to hear your impressions and perspectives as I continue to unpack these issues in the months ahead. The fifth principal project has two central platforms in my understanding. The first is a fear that a shift towards a more cohesive association-wide consciousness is a threat to individual congregational polity. The eighth principle, according to this counter-movement, tells congregations what to do, which is counter to our foundation of individual right to conscious and congregationally-based governance. The second platform concerns growing fear that democracy is fading from the business of our association. This is most evident, according to the project, in our elections of UUA board members, where the UUA board selects people to run for board positions, and those who wish to run in opposition can only do so by petition. This is what a cursory examination of their website and materials portrays. But a deeper excavation reveals concerning messaging around how the diversification of those who are attracted to our religion threatens our religion. An overt dismissal of identity politics and the concerns of minorities who have experienced discrimination within our association and articles written about a UUA desire to infiltrate our association with critical race theory. The fifth principal project's figurehead is Todd Eckloff, the now disfellowshipped UU minister who distributed his enormously harmful book, The Gadfly Papers Without Permission at GA in 2019. Eckloff proceeded to refuse to meet with the Ministerial fellowshipping Committee and good officers at the UUA who were concerned about the harm done, and so was eventually disfellowshipped. Not for his divisive opinions, but for his refusal to be held accountable by the association that welcomed him into ministry. My concern about the Fifth Principle Project is essentially this. What appears on the surface to be a good faith effort to protect the principles that shaped our religion is, in fact, a facade covering up positions rooted in discrimination, exclusion, and hatred. This year, there were two people who ran by petition for the UUA board. They were Beverly Cece and Rebecca Mattis. Beverly CC stirred up controversy in her candidate statement by calling for a new branch of Unitarian Universalism to be formed so that quote younger and marginalized identifying folks could take their new religion in the profoundly different direction they envisioned. CC insisted that a shift towards multicultural beloved community threatened the historic integrity of our precious faith tradition. Essentially, Cece felt that reason, tolerance, and freedom of belief were being threatened by those expressing concern about the treatment of minorities within our association, and so she suggested they leave our religion entirely. Rebecca Mattis, who has become a prominent voice in this UU countercultural movement, is concerned primarily with a shift away from congregationally driven polity and a lack of democratic process at the association level. What isn't revealed in Mattis's statements is the deeper discriminatory motivations of the fifth principle project, which lie under the surface of the movement. In October, I'll offer a sermon on the hiring controversy within the UUA that occurred in 2019 and the circulation of the GADFLY papers at the 2019 GA. These incidents are connected to the Fifth Principle Project, the proposal of an Eighth Principle, and the oppositional movements vying to control the future and direction of our religion. It is imperative as we consider adopting the Eighth Principle as a congregation that we continue to deepen our awareness of issues at the association level. This is all part of the process of spiritual discernment, both individually and collectively. To make my perspective transparent, I am in favor of the adoption of the Eighth Principle Both as a congregation and an association. I am in favor of the adoption despite the fact that I find the principle itself to be unnecessarily wordy in a way that doesn't flow with the other seven. I also want to make it clear that I am in no way suggesting that the perspective and agenda of the Unitarian Universalist Association is by any means perfect. In fact, I actually agree with Rebecca Mattis. The UUA is often disengaged from individual congregations, especially smaller congregations without the geographical privilege of the West or East Coast. I've often felt that those in leadership of the UUA, despite their admirable intentions and beautiful future visioning, are unaware of and insensitive to the cultural perspective of members who belong to congregations in, say, the Midwest or the South. Smaller, more geographically and politically isolated congregations have different needs than larger, wealthier congregations on the coasts, and our resource needs are different too. And yet, despite the fact that the association is not perfect, and some arguments of the fifth principle project are not without merit, I am one of those younger marginalized identifying people who envisions a more inclusive progressive faith community that emphasizes beloved community over individual consciousness. I believe that action must follow discernment, and I support a more deeply embodied, active spiritual practice for all Unitarian Universalists. These issues are complicated, but our aims of journeying towards spiritual wholeness and building more diverse, multicultural, beloved community comes from a deeply good place. Let's continue to journey forward together, opening our minds to new information and our hearts towards a more loving collective. To be continued... May it be so, because we make it so. Amen, and blessed be.
0: This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org and you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors from anywhere to virtually attend our services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com.